going on in here well i told you we're remodeling closets i knew this was going to happen eventually but not so soon come on it's a new year time to start over plus we need more room for all your nasty construction boots Uh, you mean stiletto heels whatever they take up a lot of space imelda so what's the difference between this year's closet and last year's closet well um we're gonna have more student voice regular guest editorials what about the music and the insightful investigative reporting um, oh, the gossip. Yeah, that'll still be there. Oh, thank my rainbows. Great. Let's get started. Hand me a glue stick and the glitter. Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes. Hello. You're listening to Closets Are For Clothes and me on Low Sean. That's all right. We're in the Michigan Union Ballroom, University of Michigan Ballroom, second floor, and we are surrounded by history. A lot of history. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Today is a special World AIDS Week, World AIDS Day version of episode. Episode. Episode absolutely. of Closets Are for Clothes. Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 we've been wanting to do this for I don't know we how have, many you know, years. We always struggle with wanting like okay, so we're like, okay, we're gonna do a remote. Let's do it. Yes. And then we're like, eh, I want to do a remote. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's too much stuff. Exactly. Can you just call on your cell phone? All right. <laughs> Well, we're doing it today, folks. We're and doing we it today. are. We are. We are, and it is amazing. You know, I'm really excited at the same time. Like, wow, this. And then at the same time, we just don't know what's going to happen. Absolutely. So we hope that you, you can know. hear us. And if not, go to the podcast. Because we you podcast for the iTunes and type in WCBN. Yes. And we are podcasting. Yes, absolutely. So, um, how's your week, Dan Burns? Well, my week has been. I mean, it was fabulous. I saw family. I saw friends, and you know, I just didn't see enough of them. And you know, it's just you know. You got really, really good friends when you just you spend four days with them, and you, it still wasn't enough. Nice, you know. Did you travel? And, Did you guys? No, well, I just traveled like within southeastern Michigan, so it wasn't anything like you know cross state boundaries and did you, or fly. Did you cook for Thanksgiving? Or? Well, I was supposed to. I was supposed to actually do be the the sous chef, so I was supposed to be getting all the, the sous chef. Yeah, so I was supposed so to get all let the. They touch the real meat. They made you do salads. So. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. I, it was something about that I kept saying, "Ooh, that's a big breast," something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was something, you know. Well oh, done, well yes, done. Exactly. So, so it was a good meal. It was fabulous. And you know, and the other thing too is it's uh, my sister. Um, we have to have a traditional meal, and then we have my sister's meal. So we have the traditional stovetop stuffing, uh-huh, you know, everybody uh-huh. has or whatever. Carbs. Um, exactly. And then we have um, the alternate stuffing where mm-hmm. my sister just um spins the um spice rack and then dumps something in oh my goodness if it doesn't look colorful enough she'll pl- throw blueberries in you know things nice. like that so there's she... a control group and yes also... exactly so we even had like sweet potatoes the traditional candy yam things like this and then we had the non-sugar um oh, sweetened uh yam so it was a very interesting and how did the squirrels like it <laughs> 
<laughs> it was so it was really good. we had two turkeys we had uh-huh. one that my sister made and then we made the traditional you know turkey and, and so it was, so do they do this because your sister's not a good cook and so they need backup no yeah. and, oh, you know the thing the situation is is that um both of my sisters i actually have three sisters okay. but two of them do the cooking and one of them is a very traditional where she um will like when it says one cup of flour she actually like takes levels the, out the levels out the, mm-hmm. the cup um, She's very exact, you know. She doesn't like the, the pinch. She's like, well, how big is a pinch? Oh, nice. Or, or who, who made this so she knows how big their fingers are and things <sighs> like this. Where my other sister, literally, she does not duplicate any meal. Because it is the spinning of the spice rack. She grabs something, throws it in, puts it back, spins again. She does like threes. She does, does it in she? threes. I love it. So yes. she doesn't really know the names of the spices. No. She's like, oh, I need to put in some more brown with some more green yellow. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I have one, and I have a brother-in-law. So the brother-in-law that is with the traditional where she levels everything out, he is stovetop stuffing. He does not like any surprises in his food. Where my other brother-in-law, who is married to the one that surprise cooking, you the never un- know. Surprise, surprise. Uh, yes, exactly. It. It's always the Rosemary surprise. Um, that uh, she, uh, he's like, he's just game. And you know what? And his thing is, is if I don't like it, it stays on my plate. I mean, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't think anything of Plates it. Full, and you're one. Exactly, exactly. So that's awesome. And so that's where it's it's kind of an exciting. You know, you never know what's going to be on the table. You never know what what you're going to taste. You don't know what mixtures are going to happen. And now is this just for Thanksgiving that the experience? Oh no, no, no! Oh, it happens year year round. But it's it's all one of those time. things where. She can't have the traditional Thanksgiving and things like that, but mm. um, you know. And then the other thing too is I I do the thing is I really do enjoy my family. I mean, it's one of those things where we have a large enough crowd that we then after we all participate in the dishes and clean up the dishes, so it's not you know just one person um, or the women in the kitchen kind of thing. Right. Um, but then afterwards. All the games come out, and it's like so. Then, oh, so we had a massive game there, of Risk. Is there a, and, oh, Risk! Oh, you know, I've risk never played and, Risk, and I have no idea what it's about. <clears throat> oh well, it's world domination, and that's what it really is. It's about Great. armies attacking armies and things like this. And it world doesn't do- sound exciting. Well, it's a, it's like kind I mean, of like, world domination sounds generally exciting. Yes, exactly. And then, but see, my nephew does do rules every year, so we he, <laughs> yes, exactly arbitrary rules. Yes. So exactly. So we have traditional risk, and then like for instance, there's the Star Wars risk where you have superpowers oh. and things like this, like the Force, and then you have like the dark side and things like this. And then there's another one where you have uh, citadels. There's another one I can't remember what it is, but it's something where you have citadels, and and so he takes a combination does, of all his favorites. When you win, you control the world. You control the world. Okay. Yes, exactly. And you get to wear a crown. Or... I, well, you could. You could. Exactly. There's red. We have red, yellow, green, and black, and so. Oh. And so this year we had the various gods um, were um, so like who Zeus. could yes exactly yeah. and so it was very interesting how Do you have um, a favorite um, well you know this year's risk I have to admit was good was was we he his rules because it's different every year so um, and as I'm learning how to play risk and how to do all these different things because it's also different boards sometimes like he'll will play traditional. Risk, but just, only I'm confused already. It's fine. Well, because there's like the traditional <laughs> risk, which is just the, our world in a uh-huh. map, and then like for instance, there's Star Wars risk, so you have different planets, and then uh... there's you know a different kind of risk, like for instance, like um, uh, Napoleon risk, so you have Napoleon, you know, the, the, the only the world the world around uh, the Mediterranean, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So there's different ones where you uh, and so different. There's different. And the boards. whole family gets into it. Well, f- uh, all the men get into it, while the women um, seem to sit back. Really? Yeah. And do commentary. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So we sometimes play team risk, where there's two people on the team, and then we decide how we want to take over the world. See, we used to play Trivia Pursuit. 
Oh yes, but absolutely. My the rest of my family is not good at it. Oh, see, so, yes, and uh-huh. like, and it'll be my most of my family minus my father, and then my father will like yell from the kitchen like oh. incorrect answers. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> the other game we used to play a lot is bingo. Oh, oh yeah, I love it. We're a bingo family. Yes, yes. Totally. Well, we play boggle. And you ever played Boggle before? Oh, is that the thing with the square with the cubes and the letters? Yes, exactly. And, and our rule is in our house is that you can play, like, for instance, we play, like, uh, Scrabble or, or Boggle or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you write down a word or you play a word, if none of the people in the family know it, um, then... Then it doesn't count? Well, no. You have to come up with a definition. And if your definition uh, is, is uh, good enough that all of us believe you... It's like Scrabble. Whether it's a well, but the, the thing is, is then after we've all agreed, well, it must be a word. We look it up, and if it's still, if it's not in the dictionary, but we all believed you, you got it. You got nice. the point. So it's one of those things of very good. Yeah, and then we play like for instance, we have a I have a nine year old nephew, mm-hmm. and so we allow him to have like the two two letter words. That's awesome. You know, so we everybody can play. You know, so I love it. Yeah. So so you didn't stay in Michigan for my no no I you know I flew home to. St. Louis, Missouri, where I'm from. Wow. Right? I'm home, 72 hours with the family. I thought your arms looked a little more, more muscular. Uh, they were. And, <laughs> and boy, my arms tired. So, um, 72 hours, went home. It was very nice. You know, my brother and sister-in-law had to actually go to Kansas, where my sister-in-law's from. Wow. For Thanksgiving. So, we did Thanksgiving dinner on Wednesday night. Wow. Yeah. And so, it was very nice, very low-key. I saw my nephew for the first time. And oh, how old is your nephew? Eight months. Wow. Yeah. He's the boss. And he's the boss. He's the boss. <laughs> like literally, he's able to make my father sort of like his all his you know adult faculties disappear. And oh, suddenly, I like love this sixty-year-old big gruff man is, is saying like, "Here's the boy." Yeah. The, and this is, I mean, I can't make this up. <laughs> and so, um, but it was really good. It was good. And good. then so we had already had. Thanksgiving, so we just sat around the house and watched the parade. And, wow, and so we didn't have a casino. second one. You guys all went. To, oh, then you went to the casino, play bingo. I bet uh, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So it was. It was ended up being a really nice break. It was nice. Good. We needed to get away, so oh yeah, away. You, I, you know what? I don't think our listening audience actually knows. What? You are so busy. Your schedule. I'm like, I admire I mean, your schedule. It's busy, but whatever. But you know, you're, but the thing is, is that I mean, I sometimes think about like all the different things that you, you're involved in and all the things that you're doing and planning. And well, first of all, there's all the things that you're doing. You know, that you, I see the events that you're putting on. What and do you then mean? I right realize on the radio, you're listening to WCBN FM and our radio. Three closets are for clothes. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then there's, and then it dawns on me, like, what about all the planning he puts into this, and all the fundraising, and all the the plot. Planning he has to put into this thing to make it happen. And it's plotting. Well, if I didn't have a good team and some good support, it wouldn't happen. So there you go. People like you and the office and uh, our engineers, the Alexes today. Yes, we have both Alexes. Both we Alexes. Do. We we co- we have commanded quite a battery of, of professionals. Here. Yes, absolutely. And that's because we're broadcasting off-site. We are. You are listening to Closet Star for Clothes remote location in the Michigan Union Ballroom. Yes. Um, and we've got a few people. And this is the other thing, too. We've got like a little bit of a studio audience That's today. true. And we are, we're, the reason why, folks, we are in the Michigan Union Ballroom is because uh, we're doing a special World AIDS Week episode. And we are surrounded by history. You may have heard us say that earlier. And we're, um, there are eight 12 by 12 foot quilts 
sections yes. here. Yes. From the AIDS memorial quilt. There Pretty are eight amazing. sections here. And you know what? And I was talking to somebody earlier, and it's like, I don't think I've ever seen these. These are ones that I don't think I've ever seen here in Michigan. I mean, usually when I go to these things, it's like, you know, they sent the same ones ago. You know, it's like, mm. oh, yeah, I've seen this one before. But I don't think I've, I don't recognize yeah, any one so, of these this time. So, so, And, you know, we're getting a lot of people who haven't seen this quilt before, wow. have not seen the quilt section before. So we're getting people leaving and saying, wow, I, I, I've read about it, I've seen pictures, but it's so different when I see it in yeah. person. And that's what we really want to try to do. Absolutely. You know, one of the taglines is, you know, in a, in, uh, in a fight against a disease that has no cure, education is our most potent tool. And that's absolutely. absolutely right. Absolutely. Education really is our most potent tool. It's a it's the thing that we have. Yes. And I think that that's one of the things, too, is that, and, and it's one of the things that frustrates me about um, HIV, is that, you know, that there's so many, that we know how you get it, you know, and that you can definitely prevent mm -hmm. yourself from getting mm -hmm. HIV. Um, but they, but we can't reach all the populations that are being affected by Absolutely. HIV right now, especially... And, and the we is everyone. It's not just people who do prevention work. Right. It's not just, you know, organizations, aid service organizations, but it really is our governments that sometimes fail us. In yes, this too, right? yes, yes. And that's why I would definitely encourage you, and I know we say this almost every program, every other program, but it's like, yes, get involved. Get involved mm -hmm. with your government and help them, you know, help us get these type of educations out there mm -hmm. and, and you know, prevent, uh, uh, and, and preventing um, HIV, absolutely, you know. That's right, and you know, one of our, our things that we're saying is know your status, right? Yes. One in four people living in the United States with HIV don't know that they have the virus. Right, right. So know your status. There's so many places to get tested. Absolutely. Uh, free and anonymously. There is, there is. Especially in Washington County. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there is, I mean, if you're going to a college, there's Eastern Michigan has the Snow mm -hmm. Health Center. Um, there's then, University of Michigan's got the University Hark, of Health Service. Yeah, there's HARC for the community. There's the Washington County um, Health Department, um, Planned Parenthood. There's all places that you can go and find out what your status is. And a lot of them are needle free. So yes. if you're afraid of needles, absolutely. Um, it, you know, it's just a, a mouth swab. Absolutely. And they even give you a lollipop afterwards. <laughs> well, some of us do. Some of <laughs> yeah, some of us do. <clears throat> well, because the one thing is, is that the um, uh, the mouth swab is very salty, but uh -huh. it's purposely that way so it, could, it can gather a lot of sure. um, saliva and. Wow, you're and, super knowledgeable about that. Well, exactly. Well, I've been doing uh, HIV work for probably. Oh my, I was thinking about this the other day, and it's probably been almost 15 years that I've been working. That's amazing. So you know, on next week, I'm going to be in Lansing. Wow. For what? I'm going to do prevention specialist training with the state oh you know, i figured you know i know a lot but i want to learn more right? and you know what and the thing is is that i don't think and you you you're going to go through the training and you're going they're going to give you a five five inch ring binder and and just full of information full of articles full can of, i watch the movie no. <laughs> yes, you can. You can watch the movie, but that won't even cover it. It is there is so much information about HIV, and and you know, and and even being in the business for as long as I have, there is so much more I need to learn. And there are so many new things that are coming out about HIV, and and one of the things I think that I'm going to put a little plug in here is mm -hmm. that the money that we raise for research reg regarding HIV, one of the things is that we're working with the immune system. So the discoveries that we're making um, uh, and how to treat HIV or how to prevent HIV, totally we are finding out the cures for other diseases. Wow. Because one of the things when we first started this, like when I first got here, we were telling people, we don't know how, we don't know what triggers HIV from suddenly, you know, seven years later, um, uh, attacking the body. Right. Well, what we found out is that the body is is actually being, um, a tar being um, there's a war going on right 
from the beginning, and that a our, war in the system or with war? war on the immune system, where HIV is attacking the immune system, and um, and our immune system is able to 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 fight it for a little bit, but after a while, it just gets exhausted. I mean, it's like running wow. it's like running a marathon every single day, wow. and so the body just finally just gets tired and says, "I can't do it anymore," and that's when. We up with the AIDS status, wow. where you start having wow. con- the immune system to start shutting down, that's and that goes below two hundred. Yes, exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. And then we, we discovered later on that you know when you get too low, like where your your immune system or what we call the T cells to where it's down to zero, then your immune system starts losing memory. Oh wow! So, so it a flu, anything, off opportunistic infections, like just the common flu or um, or the common cold or. Things like that, that HIV can be able to, um, like a common cold, someone with a compromised immune system can turn into pneumonia and then even turn into death. So let me ask so, your opinion mm-hmm. um, of what you think. Uh, so there's a big thing about the red campaign. Tell me more. Are you familiar with the red campaign? A little bit. So the red depends on which red you're talking about. Right. So it's the red campaign is this thing that um, Gap is doing and uh, Bono is behind and basically it's like this this thing where if you buy a bunch of stuff like portions of the proceeds will go to the global fund and the global fund the global fund um is basically where, where does the global fund does the global fund take it uh go toward like things in in in, in um africa or it, it, well, education or so, research or retreatment yeah it, it fights aids tuberculosis and malaria and it was uh, it was established in O2, and um, it's partnership and lots of money there, and so it it goes to internationally, but okay. especially Africa. So wow. there's this thing, and Bono has thrown his um, his support behind it, and you can buy products from Gap, and there's an American Express card, and there's a cell phone, and wow, that's of stuff. Wow, iPod, there's lots of stuff that comes. So no, I haven't heard about the red campaign. So, so interesting. You, buy things and it's red and then you know so this is where i'm conflicted and i'm actually put the, i'm going to say this right, right on the uh-huh, air uh-huh. is that um yes i truly do believe that um universe or worldwide or universal um um improvement of health is important for our world absolutely mm-hmm. and i think that when there's there's folks that are down and that are being um that this is this is overwhelming and like for instance like in africa i know there are entire villages that are disappearing just because of hiv and um so i mean there'd be a village there next uh we had a faculty member that i knew of that you know one year she went into this one village and the next year she went to go visit to do more research and it was gone gone. yeah um and so there there are entire communities in africa where with us it's just a whole generation that's disappeared um and but then at the same time, I look at that and I understand how devastating it is for, you know, to have orphans that are, you know, the incredible number of orphans that are there and the, and the incredible um, and the, 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 right. that's happening mm-hmm. or where they're thinking that if you have sex with a virgin that it's going to cure you of HIV, right. you know, in different parts where they're just not getting the information that they need. I understand that, and I really get that we need to. to I know where you're going, there. and I totally, I agree. So, <laughs> but so there's also this part of the domestic. Uh, yes. Concerns with HIV right here being... in Washington County, right, being the second highest rate of HIV transmission in the state of Michigan. Wow. We, uh, what about us here? You know, mm-hmm. what about the people that I know, or the or the faces of people that have HIV? They're here in Washington County, absolutely, in Ann Arbor, in so the I'm, I'm Michigan. So I'm torn because you know, 
part of me says like it's really good that we are having AIDS education or at least we're absolutely raising the absolutely but the other part even of without me is, funds you're doing fantastic right and but the other part of me is does the money really going to the 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 global fund right, right. how much like yes. isn't the money already gone there yes right? and also like are we telling people that if you buy something that's red then you've done your part to right oh good point I didn't even and think about so going I, there I mean, but absolutely, again, like, it's hard because I don't want to say to people, "Don't buy red products." Right, you know, red right. my favorite color. I have yes. some red stuff as well. Yes. So and you look fabulous in red. But thank you. and so, but that's where I struggle. Yes. Like you know, I, I refuse to let people be comfortable and say, yes. "Look, I bought a red product. This is my fight towards it." Yes, exactly. So I don't know. I don't yeah. know. And that's something I think every individual has to deal with because I think the other thing is is that okay, so yes, I would love you to have because of HIV, I have many friends that have HIV and that are dear to my heart and I would love to have the, the cure and have them in my life much longer. But at the same time, there are other diseases out there like cancer. Right. You know, my sister just was talking to me about a six-year-old who's down her body's full of tumors and full of cancer. You know, well, that's not fair to the six-year-old either. She right. doesn't have HIV, but, you know, so what funding? And it gets overwhelming exactly. of all the exactly. needs that we have and all the needs our community, you know. But, is... you know, I think the other thing is like with other, and again, I, and I want to put this out there, I'm not interested in making this hierarchy of oppression between, between, uh, diseases and chronic diseases right? right right so i'm not here to say that like one disease is better than the other obesity disease. or anything like that right, right exactly right. but i think that hiv like seems or it cancer can seem so arbitrary yes right? but hiv we know the prevention steps well and the other thing too is that i want to point out too is that um one of the things that i that i what i and i should say one of the things I find absolutely fascinating about HIV is that it also hits the the communities that um, that the the out the outlining communities or the communities that society has forgotten on the fringe almost. Right? Thank you. That's what I'm trying to figure out with how to well, say that. Well, and I on think a fringe. perfect example of that is the Ryan White Act. Absolutely. Ryan White was a, a courageous young man. Amazing man. Who was young, uh, young diagnosed man. with HIV through yes. blood transfusion, and it took his life mm -hmm. for for the government to really say okay we'll yes. fund it yes right yes so i think you know i heard Marjorie... it was actually what it, what it was amazing was the fact that he walked into congress and said i have hiv right you need to help me and yeah, and, 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 and just like the courageous man we talked about last week who exactly. um you know who i think his name was sean and how he went into congress and started talking about I'm transgendered, right? You know, and I think that's what was amazing of that young man to make that decision when HIV was scary. People didn't know anything about it, and mm -hmm. people ostracized mm -hmm. people because of it. Exactly. Um, so anyway, that's what I just want to make sure Ryan White is. No, no, absolutely. His name absolutely. is more than just than just a fund. It's um, but he definitely he, he and but the problem is though, Gabe, is that we're from my understanding is that um, they're now trying to defund the Ryan White. They're trying to you know take the act back so people are not getting the health care that they need mm -hmm. you know people mm -hmm. who are you know living on the streets are not getting the medication that they need you know i just sit there and and, and even the and we need to hold our our we always say this you know we need yes. to hold our, our 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 representatives accountable yes you know i was listening i yet last year i heard marjorie hill speak and mm -hmm. she's the She's an African-American African -American woman who's mm -hmm. the head of the Gay Men's Health Crisis. Wow. And Gay Men's Health Crisis is the yes. oldest aid service organization in the nation. Yes, um, out of Larry New York. Larry Kramer yeah. um, founded it in New York, right. And she said, you know, all these facts and figures, 
but we're not talking about AIDS. We're talking about homophobia. We're yes. talking about racism. We're yes. talking about classism. Classism, yes, exactly. So, And I think that it's all that. So we're talking about the, how education is missing. So we're talking yes. about all these things when we're talking about HIV. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing is that I've been really, you know, the people that are the drug using community, the community that mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, the, the, yes, I may not know exactly what it's like to be an IV drug user, but you know what? The, there's a reason why they're using, right. you know, what is it that's going on in our community that we feel that they're disposable? Right. You know, exactly. The, and, and, you know, why now this, okay, so now in the United States, it's switched from, a white gay man disease to an African-American youth disease, and and especially after disease. women, mm-hmm. African-American mm-hmm. women, um, and that why are we considering them disposable? Right. And why are we not funding and getting them the help and the education that they need? You know, I, when we were trying to something, I was watching a documentary today that ABC News did, right. and they aired it last August. It was called Out of Control, AIDS in Black America. Mm. Um, and they talked about this whole idea of exporting our concern for AIDS mm-hmm. because because uh, you know, our entertainers don't want to be connected to the gay community. Right. Right. And they're saying like, how foolish is it that um, we are going to quote unquote rush to the aid of Africa when we can't keep our own house? Absolutely. Healthy, Absolutely. You know? And you know, and whose fault is that? Who owns AIDS? All of us do. Yes. We all own. AIDS. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing too is that um, so so maybe you can be able to help me with this is that. I also feel that the advocacy has also, as the as the population has changed, the advocacy has gone down. Hmm. And you know, one in in my day or heyday when I started learning about it and really getting involved several years ago, um, you know, I you know there were there were. Um, there was ACT UP. There was all these uh, right. organizations where um, uh, people were fighting and saying, you know, just give it. We'll be the experiment. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, you know, don't try to go through all these little avenues. We'll be the experiment. Or we'll, we'll you know, we need money to help us with getting just health care right. or housing or just being able to provide a quality care or quality of life, allowing these people to die with dignity. Mm-hmm. And there was all this advocacy that I don't see anymore nowadays. You know, and I think it returns to something we said earlier about students and a whole generation of people not knowing the quilt yes like the quilt continues to be made and added to there is a section behind me that's that's from 2007 april yeah. 2007 wow really so so i that th- recent yeah there's Holy a generation moly. that just don't doesn't know the quilt and hasn't grown up with aids at the door wow yeah right? um, well and that's do you know what why why the quilt started right exactly it's started by cleve jones because um because funeral homes refuse yes. to bury and have services for people who died with AIDS, from AIDS, that's right, AIDS exactly. related causes. Yep. So that's why these quote pieces. And do you know why the size? Are the size of a coffin. Yes. Exactly. So. Exactly. And you know when I tell people that, or when people read about that, they're they're like, wow. Yeah. Why wouldn't, you know, a question I got was why wouldn't they have a service for someone who died of AIDS? Right. Well, and I can tell you, there's probably places now. Yeah. That we'll say. There still is, yes. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was a situation I remember about a, a couple of years ago where there were, um, I don't know how to describe it, either a client or a friend or something like this. Um, it was through an agency, and I found, and um, they were asking like help for this particular person because she had been evicted from her from her uh, from her home mm-hmm. because um, uh, the landlord thought that she she was going to spread HIV through the toilet water. Wow. Now wait a minute here. I mean, how long? Have, this is the third decade that we've been dealing with this, mm-hmm. and, and there are land- still 
or general a, lack of education exactly. about the nature of disease, right? Exactly, exactly. So it's just been, you know, and the other thing that I want to kind of get back to another, and so one of the things I want to ask you about is mm. do you think um, because it was white gay men who had had this felt of right of privilege, this right of, you know, no, you are not going to ignore me, that that's why there was more advocacy then, and now we're dealing with a population that's so used to being beat up and so used to being put down. You mean, so by that population, to... you mean populations of color? Right. Well, I think that they're certainly interconnected. I think that um, it's so much easier to think that the other doesn't look like you. Yes. Right? Absolutely. So I'm a person of color, and I know that my congressmen and women are white. Yes. Um, and they represent my state and represent mm -hmm. my political views, but do they represent my true interests as a person of color, Correct. as a gay person of color, right? Correct. And so I think that, you know, many of the systems and institutions that are run by predominantly white folks, yes. you, know, um, you know, the people to whom they're accountable to, it's hard. Right, you know, right. exactly. Especially for people of color. So I think there are some intersections there okay. that make it so difficult. Yes. The intersection Absolutely. of being gay, of, you know, um, whether or not a person has HIV um, yes. and their color, the pe Absolutely. people of color. So, yeah, I think that has something to do with it. Exactly. So one of the things I wanted to ask you, or wanted to kind of talk with you, too, is next week so you're going to be going and getting uh, um, certified to be an HIV counselor? Uh, or are you uh, just going to be a prevention specialist, Just yeah. a prevention mm -hmm. specialist, okay. And um, so one of the things I wanted to kind of talk about, too, is, you know, why is it important to be get tested? And I think one of the things is, is that nowadays, it's different than when we, when I first started, all we had was AZT. Mm. And AZT, and we found out that we were just prescribing at a really high amount that was yeah. really, and uh, there was a lot more complications that should have been there. Mm -hmm. um, we could mm -hmm. have been doing a little bit better. But now there are so many options. And there's so there's ways to catch it at Absolutely. the three different stages of infection. Yeah, absolutely. Before. And the key to this whole thing, not only is it prevention, I mean, for preventing from getting it is the is ideal. Um, but if you do end up um, having HIV, then one of the things is the next thing is that we know what we need to do to be able to provide a long life for somebody. Mm -hmm. And one of that is medical intervention. Right. By keeping the viral load to a really, really low amount to what we call undetectable. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes the media will say, well, that means cure. Well, that no. doesn't mean cure. Mm -mm. We just mean that our tests get it low enough that we know that the person is, the, that the immune system is not uh, being impacted at such a high degree that it is able to function and fight off other diseases um, and, and keep its memory, as we mentioned earlier in the show. Right. And I think that that's one of the key things is to be able to do early um, um, early intervention and early and getting that medical um, intervention, I guess again, to um, uh, to make sure that we we're, we're getting the care that you need to be able to to treat this. And you need do. care. Absolutely, absolutely, and and so and that's why it's so key to be able to. And one of the things is that as an HIV counselor, um, not only do we don't really the, the impact. When you come in to get tested um, at um, the agencies we mentioned, there is a counseling uh, aspect to it. Absolutely, it, it takes about twenty minutes, right? Yep, exactly. And you're asked about your risk factors. Yes, and it's and it is. It's about risk, determining what risk factors there are, and also determining what um, what you could do to prevent yourself. If you mm. continue with those risk and factors, what lowering can you do? your risks. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. So if you're going to be engaging in certain things, then there there are ways we can do to be able to you know protect make yourself. it safer. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so that's and that's one of the things that we talk about in the session is that. How do we? If you if you do end up being negative after we test you, how do you remain negative? Absolutely. And how do you keep? How do you stay negative? And um, and also there's the aspect of the counseling as well as if it comes back positive, what are the next steps? Right. You know about medical intervention. Because but I people think people do live long, 
absolutely. healthy, happy lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we're looking going on an era where we're Which is a message people. that I think is a little double-edged, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, the right. thing is, is that, yes, people are living longer. People like, for instance, that are, that are definitely... Um, that are going on the 25-year mark and things like this with this disease. But I think one of the things that's also what we don't realize is, yes, we are able, we are, we can compare it to being treated for diabetes and live long with it. But the difference between HIV and diabetes is that the medications don't cause like 30 to 60 days of diarrhea. Right. Or that you are... Antiretroviral drugs are a big deal. Absolutely. That you have, um, you have great, you have a high amount of fatigue um, uh, where you can, you're sleeping 12 to 15 hours a day. You Uh can, you know, you can't really stay awake that long. Okay. Or you have, or you and have I to think, take medication you know, with food and some without food. Yeah, like with someone who's mm-hmm. saying, like, shouldn't the public know that if you take, there are chances that if you take antiretroviral drugs right after a very high risk um, behavior, that you your chances of, you know, you right. mitigate the risk of not getting right. HIV. Like, right. Um, that's a really dangerous message. Absolutely, it's a very dangerous because method. ARV, antiretroviral drugs are not Tylenol. Right. Absolutely. Right. We're not talking about something. Well, and the other thing that we need to talk about, and if you watch Heroes, you're going to be watching a lot about this, is where, um, you know, the, the disease, the HIV, why we have not found a cure is that it mutates. Mm-hmm. The disease we're working with right now is not the same disease we had 10 years ago that we didn't have back in 1982. I don't watch Heroes, so I don't get the... So what happened is, and here, if you're watching Heroes on NBC, one of the things is that um, they are now uh, preventing a uh, worldwide uh, disease epidemic, epidemic. and the re- the problem is is that the disease is um, mutating. is mutating um, because the the this one agency is trying to um, get rid of people's powers. We should have probably said spoiler alert. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> they're trying to get rid of people's powers, and they're using this particular drug or things like this to be able to squash the the uh, uh, the powers. And what's happening is they're discovering is that they're uh, it's actually mutating uh, uh-huh. this disease. So what happens? So that's one of the things is that, and I guess this is one of those things where I'm like, all right. So I went a little too far with that, that example. <laughs> but it's one of those things is that HIV is mutating on a regular basis. And so one of the things is with these, we may have lots of medications, mm-hmm. but we're already seeing what we call super viruses where there are no medications. Right. There are no medications for for the disease. And, and let's that, not fool ourselves that this is incurable. Uh, uh, currently. This is incurable. I'm sorry, I have to say currently it's incurable. Exactly. This is something that you, yeah, that you are, that currently you would be fighting, you're going to, the fight begins. Right. You know, and I think um, um, that, that is one of the things that needs to, to, people need to understand is that, um, and the other thing, I guess, one of the things why I'm pro- promoting testing and going to get tested is that not only do you find out what your risk factors are, but then you when your friends, partners. exactly, mm-hmm. your partners, your friends, and your you family know, members. And demystifying this process of testing. Absolutely. Right? It's important that we get tested absolutely. and we normalize the process by which we're tested. Absolutely. And, you know, part of that is also normalizing conversations about sex with our partners. Right. 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 Exactly. So many issues. Absolutely. And I'll say it again, and I'll say it a million times, like in a disease that has no cure education is our is our most potent education is our only tool yes exactly so we are wcbn fm in our radio closet for closed radio we're going to take a quick break and we'll talk to some people here we're, we're on remote in at the michigan union ballroom uh for the aids memorial quilt and we'll be right back Spread all 
Wow, good job. That yeah. was a, quite a powerful song. And that's, you know, we heard from them last week, too, that was, uh, was Sweet Honey in the Rock. Yes. Um, and that's called Patchwork. Nice. And Patrick, actually, it was a song written about the AIDS quilt. AIDS and oh, no wonder it fits so perfect. It I did. was like, I wow. Know, right? So one of the things I want to get back to really quick, somebody approached us at the table while we were listening to the music. And I think that one of the things that, that's a, that we need to talk about with testing is that um, testing is also, one of the things testing that happens in the session is that we it, you do become quite aware and you do become quite it, it, it's, it's like right there in your face of what's going on it's, and what your risk is scary. exactly and it's not that the point of the counseling session is to scare you but to also bring a reality to it so you understand what's going absolutely. on absolutely and i have to admit the next seven days i mean at least if wherever you're going because it takes seven to ten days exactly is is pretty intense and so one of the things if you or if you are in with a good counseling session, they will talk about what are you going to do to take care of yourself the next seven days. Because it's anxiety producing. Uh, exactly. Like, what if it does come back positive? And one of the things they do talk, they should also talk to you about is like, what if it does come back positive? Who are you going to talk to? Mm-hmm. And also, if it comes back and negative. And it is a wake up call. Yes. And it is education. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so we're here in the ballroom. I, so tell me, so, okay, so one of the things we haven't talked to them about is like, what are we, we're like, what does this really look like? So how can we describe this to our listeners? Well, so they're 12 foot by 12 foot. Yes. And they're hanging up. Yes. They're suspended from piping. And on, the, I've never experienced it like this before. I've no. always seen it on the ground. Exactly. And walked among it. I think the impact is totally different. Yes. Um, so, right, I'm standing in front of one, um, one... The dates are July 9th, 62, to April 21, 07. Yeah. Um, and it says, Angel Torres, the fairest flower in all the fields. So there are, each each section is made of these eight panels. Yes. And the panels are sewn together, but also have um, mementos and, and letters and the names of the people. And who pictures. Are, and, and pictures who are yeah. memorialized. There's one so, right here go ahead. from Brian's house. And this one has 12 pairs of baby shoes on it. Wow. And these are Is baby that what shoes. those are over there? Oh, my gosh. And it, it has their initials and the year. They're real shoes. They're not cut out No, they're shadows. real shoes. They're the real, real shoes. shoes. That are, that are um, affixed to the quilt. So, really, it's beautiful. There's, there's mixed wow. media. There's colors. There's, And here we also have, a, in the center of the room, there's... Um, a signature quilt where people who are visiting the quilt can come mm. visit, um, sign the quilt, and the quilt will be. And some of the stuff that they've signed has also been pretty interesting too. I mean, it's been one of those things where the things the things that they um, have signed on Absolutely. the quilt, uh, the, some of the messages or the thoughts. Absolutely, and they're in many different languages, and and really this this piece of the quilt will oh. be sent back to Atlanta and be incorporated into the. And when you enter the room, you look right onto a screen. Where did you get all the pictures? It's a slideshow, or so the slideshow is done by um, an organization called the F Word, which oh. is a feminist collective. Oh, I love it! And so sorry, they yes, that's put great. Together these awesome images of of women around the world who um, it's just an estimated eighty one percent of people in the need of antiretroviral drugs in Asia have no access to them. Yes, that's one of the one of the figures. And so, um, and there's another one up there that talks about not all women have um, have a choice of what, um, right? You know, they have a choice on what can be used to protect themselves, right? And Sex workers, for example, absolutely, mm-hmm. or even just in certain certain. So there's towns. a lot of things to respond yeah. to and be touched by here. In, absolutely. In, um, and I, th- I think there's several people that um, uh, we've also. 
that have had gone through the whole thing and have had reactions. Absolutely. To so let's grab. Hi, this is so we're with Patrick Fidel. Hi, Patrick. And Patrick is a student here. Yes, I am. Um, and um, so, have you seen the quilt before? Have you? No, actually, this is my first time that I've ever seen the quilt. Wow. Have you read about it before or anything? Uh, I have read about it. I did an alternative spring break trip um, two years ago, and we worked with God's Love We Deliver in New York City. And one of the things that I did, to I researched a little bit about the AIDS movement and about AIDS projects. And the quilt definitely came up, and I've seen pictures of it um, when it was at the Washington Memorial in the Washington D.C. Um, but this is the first time that I've ever actually I've seen uh, panels of it, and it's very emotional. Which ones seem to stand out most to you? I think the ones with human, no, sorry, uh, people's clothing on yes. it, I think, um, stand out the most to me because especially the one um, with the pants just right over there, um, those are his pants, those were his pants, and it's just very, um, very, very, very powerful to see that. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about that, um, that particular one. Um, it also shows that he has keys on it, um, a bandana as well, and it's it it definitely gives a much oh, more yeah. human humanistic aspect to um, this quilt. Um, it's much more powerful because of that. Yeah. So you said that you worked on a quilt piece yourself, or no, I haven't worked on a quilt piece other than the one that I just signed over there. Oh, excellent, excellent. So do you think that? You know, what do you think the impact of something like this is? Like, what do you think the message is for people who haven't seen the quote before, when they read it? It puts, it puts a human face to it. Um, I mean, I've grown up um, sort of in the culture of um, AIDS, and it. I've always known the numbers. I've always been told about AIDS and what it does to you, but I've never seen a human face to it before. Um, and to see a human a face to it and to see how it impacts someone um, and their family, that's probably the most powerful thing that you could possibly take away from this. And there are human faces represented on here. There's lots of pictures and there's lots of, of letters and they're just, you know, every time I walk up to a section, there's something I see that really just, that really just um, affects me. Absolutely. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Patrick, thank you so much. Thank you so much, yeah. Patrick. And one of the things that Patrick, uh, that was really good that he brought up is the pictures that you see in D.C. Um, that happened a few years ago. Um, that was the last time that the AIDS quilt was able to be displayed in its entirety because now it is too big even for the um, the mall in Washington. And so. you know, that was also the first time that a president, a sitting president and a vice president had seen the AIDS quilt. And can I ask who that might have was? That was the first President Clinton. Yeah, <laughs> the first President Clinton. I mean, uh, yes. President Clinton. Yes, yes. So, um, you know, even Absolutely. that is powerful. Absolutely. And, you know, I've had people come up and say, like, Do, why didn't we get the whole thing? Wow. And I'm like, well, because it weighs 42 tons. Yes. And it includes names from hundreds of thousands of people. Yes, exactly. From all states and 11 different countries. And one of the things that people also don't understand, maybe not realize, too, is that these are made by the, the families that are grieving. These are not made by the individuals. These are the, the ones who loved um, the, the individual um, and, and, what they, um, and what they were going through. And, um, and, and I think that that's one of the things. And so we've got folks that are at tables that might want to speak to us as well. Absolutely. So we're going to talk to uh -huh. um, and to some folks here who are tabling. Because, yes. um, you know, there's been tabling by different community and U of M organizations. 
um, throughout um, the two days it's been here. It's been here for two days. Wow. Um, so and we're going to talk to Lavanya. And Lavanya is from from um, organization here at UVM. Which organization? The Association for India's Development. So the Association for India's Development, or AID, right? And it looks like that you are... Um, have, you, have you ever seen the quilt before? No, this is my first time. I was really overwhelmed by the quilt in general. It's very emotional. So can you tell me a little bit more about what AID does, Association for India's Development? Sure. Um, basically, AID is a national organization, and we fund development holistic projects in India. And with that, we also promote HIV-AIDS awareness in India. And we also have brought it on to campus events as well. So that's why we really wanted to be involved in World AIDS Week somehow. So we thought maybe having shirts and donations would be really benefit the coalition. And these shirts are really awesome. They have, it says, uh, no, lo no glove, no love, right? And it's a heart shape made of, of condoms. And it's very colorful, and a small donation, and you can, and all the money goes towards World AIDS Week. Um, so not often, you know, when, when people say AIDS internationally, Africa is the first thing that pops into a lot of people's heads. So what about the epidemic in India? Do you know a lot about it, or why is it something that AIDS... AID is, is particularly um, committed to, to addressing? Well, the epidemic in India is uh, is on a national level, uh, so that's why we're involved with this project, because um, HIV-AIDS is, is spreading pretty quickly in India as well. So um, there have been a lot of projects in India to promote awareness about it, to get tested, and obviously there's more um, societal norms that haven't been, uh, barriers that haven't been broken yet. So there's definitely a lot to be done there. So, I mean. What kind of, what kind of stigma do they have in India when it comes to someone with HIV? So what is the, usually the, the population's reaction? Well, I think in general, there's just not that much education about it. So people don't really know what exactly this is, where it comes from. You know, maybe this is a folk folkloral type of thing. So I think from that sense, um, there just needs to be more awareness about it, what exactly this virus is, and what can be done to gotcha. stop the spread of it. Right. Now, so Kind of like, is there? Do you by chance know? And I guess I'm putting you on the spot. Is like when it comes to, um, like when in Africa we we're talking about whole villages disappearing, or like here in the U.S. we have a whole generation where there, where the gay community has been. You know, there's just, there's no generation of that particular gay community. What what kind of impact is this having on India? Well, I mean, I'm not any ex expert. Right, right, right. So that's why I said I, I put you on the yeah, spot. I'm sorry. I don't really know, but I mean. I, honestly, the only thing that I really know is the fact that uh, awareness about the disease in itself has gotcha. been really... Are people being thrown out of their homes? Are, are families uh, taking them in and kind of like taking care of them or... You know what, honestly, I'm not know. so... Okay. Gotcha. Um, knowledgeable okay, about that's that. Great. Well, that's really great work. So, is this a new organization this year, or is this a, um, or has it been around for an organization for quite some time? Yeah, we've been around for quite some time. We're just um, getting into doing more work with the World AIDS Week. 
Coalition. Perfect. Great. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Excellent. And we were just talking to uh, Lavanya, who is from the Association for India's Development, AID. And they are, um, they have these awesome shirts here in the ballroom, and people can get them at other events um, for a small donation. And all the proceeds go towards World AIDS Week. Campaign was started in Uganda, the No Glove, Lo No Love campaign. So that's where we got it from. Excellent. Thank great. you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, Lauren. That's great. Now, and I just want to, you know, there's one other person who's been here this whole time. Mm -hmm. um, and and what and and what's her name? Um, so we're with also with uh, Danielle. Dan. Oh, I love the name. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Danielle is um, a volunteer with social, Sociology 389 Project Community. Oh. So this is part of her volunteer work. And nice. you know, Danielle has been here for the 20, almost 20 hours that we've done oh, the wow. programming. So what are some of the things that you've noticed about people as they walk in, or has anything struck you? Well, I would have to definitely say that when they first walk in, their breath is probably taken away and they're taken aback because they didn't don't realize the impact of what a visual representation of AIDS can look like or HIV AIDS can look like in the people that it is affecting. Right. So I've noticed that they are definitely um, taking a, like just taking a good look at it and not just simply passing it by as an art like artwork, but really taking it in. So. Great. And why did you get? Why are you interested in even doing something like this? I mean, I would. I had to take the class, and then I looked and saw that this section primarily could focus on HIV/AIDS, and I felt like I don't didn't know a lot about it, and I could work for something and do something where I could focus that and maybe break the stigma that is um, associated with HIV/AIDS. And I felt like that was something I really was really interested in and could really get something out of myself personally not just for the class so I know that this class isn't over yet you've got a few more weeks yet but what has been the one that was the most shocking or, or the one that really well yeah what's what was one thing that was shocking and another thing that might have been like the, that really hit home for you about HIV well I know for like just for like shocking wise is just that the, the, that people still think that they can they're not at risk for getting HIV AIDS. it's just really it's really like unbelievable that people just just don't have that correct knowledge that they're not at risk at all yes. so and just as far as taking or hitting home I know my one of my roommates um, close like family friend is affected by HIV and yeah. so I just know that her I brought her here to see the quilt and wow. she's just looking at it and taking it back as well so wow. just that. so what are the things you're gonna be doing this semester or what are how this was the big one. This, this was, was the big, big one. Okay. final project, action project thing to do. So I'm pretty much, I've, since I've been here for the basically the whole 20 hours, I'm pretty much set for the whole year. But I mean, wrapping up loose ends. <laughs> so as far as like doing like papers with this and, and getting like, we had like an interview on a local, the local campus television show. Oh. So that was a really good plug for that. So. Absolutely. And so is, is it wait, over? Wait, wait, wait. You didn't do radio first? You went to the TV first? The TV came to us first. Oh. oh see. So, so what time is viewing until? And is there anything else going on tonight here? Yes, we are having closing remarks by a speaker. I'm not. Nisha Hanif. Mm -hmm. And then the viewing is continuing on till 9. So I wish, I hope everyone can come and get a chance to see this. It's very great. So it's just, so tonight is last night? So tonight's the last night wow. till 9 o'clock. And I would say we've had almost 300 people walk through wow. to see the quilt in this in this past 20 hours. Oh, my goodness. 200 today alone, so. 200 alone today. Excellent. So why do you think that today was the big day? You know, I think that people, um, 
needed a day to figure, find out about it. Ah, okay. I think also like having maybe some of your, their friends tell other friends about it, right. and then just like them networking out like in a way. So. Which is exactly gotcha. the, how the message about getting tested should be spread to. Absolutely. Thank you, Daniel. Um, and I think somebody there that that might be that we might be able to interview as well. That's kind of sitting down. Should we uh, see what his reaction is? Because he so seems we're quite also, We're also here with Kevin Correa, and Kevin Correa is a regular a regular guest here in Closet Server Close. Kevin, how, what do you? How do you feel about the quill? What What are your reactions to it? Well, this is my first time seeing it, so I'm still in awe. Oh, um, Kevin, I'm sorry. Powerful. You know, it's one thing when uh, you listen to all the numbers of, of people who have died from AIDS, but then when you see these individual stories um, up close and in person, it just takes it to another level. Excellent. Wow. I'm I, I'm sorry to I was I thought you had seen it before, so I didn't realize I was getting your live reaction to it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Because you you he did look quite somber. That's why I didn't realize. So. <laughs> he said he saw it yesterday too. So. Oh, okay, okay. So um, so yeah. So, so that's really cool. I, I mean, that's really. I'm really glad that we were able to do remote here today. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's been really, you know, once again, I, I accolades to WCBN. You know, for and the Alexes, absolutely, our great engineers, and 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 making this happen and trying to make this happen, mm -hmm. and you know, it's it's also very interesting to see all these quilts, and I'm always reminded when I come back and see these uh, various. It's like you know, one of the things I think, like, what else could you do with a quilt? How could you? And then I remember, it's like every one of these are individuals, and how each one is going to be different, mm -hmm. and and. Um, you know, for instance, putting the the hanky on the on the right back and of the, the kid shoes and the, kid the, and shoes. the light lyric of the song. You know, it says you've touched so many lives and so many more you don't even know. And I think that that's why December first is a Day World Without AIDS Art Day. and World AIDS Day. Yeah, yeah, and World AIDS Day and with Day Without Art. And I think part of it is because they're, how it did impact the you creative know, community exactly. And that this has been something that as we look at and and I see like wow, how creative all these different absolutely. You know, where I mean, I've seen some where they have the the party dress of a, a little girl right. and things like this, and it's been really so World AIDS Week, folks. Know your staff. Absolutely. Come see the quilt. It's here till 9 p.m. Absolutely. Be good to each other. Absolutely. And and yeah. And you be good to you. And you be this good was a to big. This was a big, right. big undertaking. So uh, good job. Yeah. I'm glad I was a part of it. Thank you for letting us do this. Yeah. Thanks for being here. And this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thanks for listening to Closets Are For Clothes every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. And don't forget our new email address, wcbnclosets at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN or their license sees the regions of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and engineer Alex Belhage, I'm Gabe Javier. Remember, be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else.
Thank you.